Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Now live from Dick's Wings on the north side, Compton and Company. Brought to you by Williams and Rowe and Barber and Associates on 1010XL. Here's your host, Ron Compton. Oh boy, oh boy, Chuck, here we are. It's like Christmas Eve. I mean, Jags, Chiefs tomorrow, obviously, uh, to kick off the uh, the weekend, the divisional playoff round. Boy, oh boy, uh, who would have thought at 2-6, and six, at 3-7, and seven, at 4-8, and eight, the Jags would be here, sitting here at 9-8. and eight. For that matter, who would have thought down 27-0 no, Saturday night, Saturday night, that we'd be here tonight. Uh, you know, we, we talked last week that, uh, you know, we, we'd now be on Saturdays, and we will be, but that's been pushed back a week until next Saturday due to the Jaguars' uh, thrilling victory at the bank last Saturday night. And we're going to talk about some demons. That we're, we, we exercised one demon uh, last Saturday, and we're going to exercise one tomorrow as well. Um, can't wait, man. Can't wait. Uh, so... So my weekend is, obviously, as, you know, Jags, Cowboys fan, we we started off with a win tomorrow, and then Sunday night we're going to end with a win Sunday night. That's that's my that's my hope anyway okay. for my two clubs. Let's go. Let's go, Chuck. I Let's go, Matt. Was, uh, was it, was it uh, Monday? It was Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Well, I have a dream, too. It's that Jacksonville Dallas is Super Bowl, so you openly have to root against Jacksonville oh, in a Super Bowl. Man, I don't <laughs> That would I have a dream. <laughs> that would be tough for me. That would absolutely. Would that be one? Would you actually say whatever happens? Could you say whatever happens happens? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I could. Um, boy, that would be tough for me. I mean, <laughs> born and raised here, man. Love. I mean, love the Jags. Love the Jags. Uh, I mean, I. You know, um, they talk. The talk is. You know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, right, you'll have, uh, instead of the 70,000 or 67,000 that was at the bank on Saturday, there'll be 500,000 that says they were there that Saturday night, right? Yeah, that's what happens. It, it multiplies. But I truly was, me and my dad were two of the 50 or 60,000 that was at the old Gator Bowl when Robert Ursay landed at dang helicopter at midfield and we were chanting we want the Colts we want the Colts and I got my hot dog and my coke I did as like as an eight-year-old kid I got that so I was there I mean I, I love this franchise and this obviously the city uh but you look as a little kid man I, I had a picture of Roger Staubach in my wallet I mean I was a diehard Dallas Cowboys from the age of four years old loved them um you know since I was knee high um but so yeah it would be tough but I'll take that I'll take that dilemma Come uh, Super Bowl Sunday, if it were to happen. But first things first, uh, there's this there's this monster that uh, the Jags are facing tomorrow. There's three problem teams. Four thirty. There's three teams in our way. Problem teams. Yeah. There. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but boy, how about um, you could argue that um, I'm gonna I think a really good poll question we're gonna throw out throw out in a few moments. Um, and we'll open the phone lines up, text line at six four one ten ten as well tonight as we broadcast on both sides. Uh, and we'll be moving our show to 
uh, Saturday, uh, starting next week. Uh, that will be, what, 28th? Um, and, again, we'll get a whole question here in a few moments. But you could argue that uh, the four quarterbacks remaining in the AFC are the best four quarterbacks in the National Football League. Could you not? You could argue that. Um, and, look, Jalen Hurts, you can, certainly, you can certainly state a case for him. Um, and you could say Justin Herbert, who, you know, Trevor took down head-to-head at the bank this past uh, Saturday night. But, uh, well, no, you can argue four. You're saying three for sure. Obviously, you're saying Mahomes, obviously, Allen and Burrow. I think that's your top three. But I would, t- I would take I, – I think Trevor's better than Josh Allen. Oh, I don't know. Josh Allen has been a turnover machine all year. He plays reckless with the football. I'm telling you, uh, I'm obviously I'm biased here, um, and I would certainly take Trevor Lawrence a hundred times out of a hundred over Josh Allen over the long haul again because of the Maybe, sti- because of the know. style of play of Josh Allen. He, well, yeah, okay, um, and he's not nearly as accurate of a passer in terms of ball placement as uh, as Trevor Lawrence is. Uh, so yeah, I would I would take Trevor. Um, but boy, let me throw some numbers out, man. Um, here's here's a poll question first. We'll throw this out. All right. So, but then you always go real quick. I always go to you know fans want to love, but at the same time they hate or criticize their starting quarterback. How many Bills fans would take Lawrence over uh, Allen? Because you know fans. I get it. No, look, I get it. You would have to take the the Jags fan out, the Bills fan out, whatever. Hell, there's probably a lot of Jags fans that would take Trevor or Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm not one of those, but I'm sure there are some out there. Um, okay, so here's the poll question. Tomorrow, there's two minutes to go in the game, no timeouts, right? Two minutes, no timeouts, and you're, you're on 20-yard line. Would you rather, as a Jags fan, would you rather the ball be in Trevor's hand, have it, and down by four, by the way, you're down by four. Would you rather be down by four? Trevor has the ball with two minutes with no timeouts, or be up by four with Patrick Mahomes at the twenty with two timeouts. There's your poll question. How about option C? Uh, <laughs> option C? I can't wait to hear this one. Option C. I'm the Cowboys. I'm down by. I'm down by seven. I got Dallas's kicker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Although he's getting a bad. Yeah, that was a terrible game. But I mean, it's, he was great this season. Did he have four sixty? 60-plus yard field goals, but no one else did. Yeah, he he, he did. You can't uh, give a phone after one one bad game. Although that was a well, bad game. The the problem though, man. And you break about well. Did they bring in a kicker this week? Don't they have a backup kicker? I don't know. I, I they they well they I heard they they said they were going to roll with them. Yeah, they were going to roll with them. roster for this week. But but what I'll say is this though. I, look, uh, hopefully he doesn't have the yips. That's that's the thing, man. Is seriously, it, look, it happens. It gets it gets into your head. The dude missed. He was fifty of fifty three on the year, okay. But one of those three misses was the only extra point attempt he had in the Washington game. So he actually missed five in a row. He missed his only attempt against Washington week eighteen. Missed four in a row, obviously in in the game this past that's week hard, against Tampa that's Bay. That's for an NFL kid. Okay, and and then he and. And then he obviously um, yeah, then made one. So yeah, I mean that's it's, that's that's dangerous. It, they're fortunate they beat the hell out of, beat the hell out of Tampa, and it didn't matter. 
But, it, but it, look, they're playing a completely different animal this weekend. But anyway, back to that. We'll shelve that for a bit, okay? You got me off track, and I don't want to do that because we're talking. It's, it's Jack centric. It's ninety percent Jacksonville Jaguars, right? and, and rightfully so, okay? <laughs> rightfully so. Uh, but yeah, so again, poll question I just threw out, uh, and you can hit us. At, uh, you can text us, obviously, in Twitterverse. Uh, as well. Um, so keys to the game. What do the Jaguars need to do to, 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 you know, this, look, this isn't David versus Goliath. This, this, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're not the, the 1980, uh, you know, you don't need Herb Brooks, you know, giving his pregame speech. It does, it's not going to take that much, right? It's, they're not that. They're, they're, the, they're, yeah, they're better than the Jaguars, absolutely. But, okay, they did lose to the Colts this year. They were taken to overtime by the lowly Houston Texans a month ago. So it's not as if, oh, my gosh, it's the Chiefs. We could, they, they, can't, they can't be beaten. But it is going to be the teacher and the pupil. And you're laughing and smiling. I'm, 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 I'm scared to even hear what's going to come out of your mouth. Next. You bring up 1980 hockey team, I was going to say, well, if this is a version of 1980, you know, U.S. USA versus Russia. At least you could have an exciting Al Michaels called into the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. He defended oh, one. His defense was terrible, by the way. He's like, oh, you know, they will. That was terrible. It, it wasn't. Now, I'm talking Jack, so you can't get on me here for sidetracking you. It wasn't the fact that his call wasn't exciting. He didn't even address that the field goal was made. He never even said it. No, he did not. It's no. like they were just totally not with the game. There's a flag on the play. Yeah. yeah. Flag on the play. Uh, he never even acknowledged that the, you know, the field goal, which I know it's TV, so you don't need like a radio announcer. Yeah, but still, but he was he was, it was awful. It, it, was it, it, it was, and Dungey was no better. I mean, I that, thought Dungey was okay. I mean, that duo was. I liked him better in the, as a color analyst than I did in the studio. Do you really? Yeah. I don't know. But you, I, like, I, but we mentioned last week. I'm surprised they didn't bring the Notre Dame crew over. What's that? Uh, Jack Collinsworth, and I forget who the. Uh, well, who, who's um, is is it uh, Dungey and Michaels tomorrow? Oh no no. They're on NBC tomorrow. Oh no, we can, we got Tariko. Oh, is it Tariko and Collinsworth tomorrow? Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, there's only one NBC game. Okay, that's good. That's right. That'd be something yeah. those Michaels again. God, that's probably the lead story for Michaels again tomorrow. That'd be all absolutely terrible. So here, here, it's not David versus Goliath. Here, here's the two demons that we're going to exercise. The one was was last Saturday. So do you know what happened a year ago from last Saturday? A year ago from last Saturday? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> that was the day they hired Urban Meyer. Oh, it would have been two years. Oh, it would be a year. A year, yeah. Two years Look, ago. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But yeah, two, yeah, two years ago from... From uh, I'm sorry, from from last Saturday, yeah. So yeah, so uh, January 14th, 2021, they hire Urban Meyer, and they 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 kind of got that stitch wiped away this past Saturday by beating the uh, the Chargers. Five years ago, tomorrow was the mile Jack wasn't down. The Jaguars were ripped off, and tomorrow they're gonna they're gonna flush that one as well by beating the Kansas City Chiefs. At least I hope. Here's what's cool for me. I'm, I'm playing a golf tournament Sunday at noon. Golf tournament? Yep. Are you, on, are you on a nationwide tour? No, it's not what's that the, at all. It's Habitat tournament? for Humanity, best ball tournament up at Osprey Cove. Shotgun start at 12 o'clock. And I told them 
and there's a bunch of terrible golfers, at 5 o'clock, I'm out. I'm leaving at 5 o'clock. I've got an I've got a appointment at 6.30 Sunday night, give me hell high water. I'm there in front of the TV by 6.15 to get ready for, obviously, Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers. But the, the, the guy that invited me to play at his foursome is from Missouri. Huge Chiefs fan. He loves the Chiefs as much as I love the Dallas Cowboys. And he's talked so much crap this week. Boy, I told him, I said, Mike, if the Jaguars beat the Chiefs tomorrow, you might not want to show up at your own tournament because I will absolutely be unbearable if the Jags find a way to get it done tomorrow. They might know the old, uh, is the old uh, wolf out of jail, the guy that you know dresses up at the Chiefs game. I'm sure he's not out of jail. He's he, he, he out of jail. Is he still in jail? I, I imagine he's still in jail yeah, after all robbery. the bank robberies that he's, you know. <laughs> Could have bailed out. <laughs> Someone might have bailed him out. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you should get bailed on that. It's not a murder. If you get bailed, you got to come back for trial, obviously, but yeah. you get bailed out. So, again, our poll question tonight is this as we break here. We're going to come back and we're going to uh, you know, talk about uh, the Jags' history as far as what almost happened a year ago, which, we're in, which was almost like uh, happened for the second time in 10 years, but thank goodness it didn't. We'll discuss that, go through. Uh, the last, you know, obviously the last year since Doug, uh, you know, Doug Peterson was hired. Um, again, the pupil against the uh, the teacher should be a lot of fun tomorrow. But the poll question, poll question again as we break is this: Game's on the line. Two minutes to go. No timeouts. So you're on 20 yard line. Would, would you rather have Trevor and being down by four, or have Mahomes with the ball in his hand and you're up by four and you need to make a stop? I'll get your response as well as Matt's. I'll give mine when we come back from Dick's Wings. Go to Northside on 10 to next year. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. Fourth and two. Can the Jaguars survive? Garage going to run for the first down. And a lot more. He is inside the 20. He's down to the 10-yard line. He's tackled by Tyrone Carter, and now they've backed Pittsburgh into a situation where the Steelers are going to have to use their timeouts. Because all Jacksonville wants to do now is take the clock all the way down and kick a field goal. What's crazy, I guess, uh, uh, I, I guess uh, a 68-year-old, no, 62-year-old Al Michael, uh, a little more excitable than uh, that 78-year-old Al Michaels is. Uh, that was the... Uh, 2007 wild card game, uh, Jags Steelers. What a nice win that was for the Jags. Uh, we are in Dick Swing with the North Side. Uh, poll question we'll throw out here in a few moments. We'll get the phone New line. Next week, right? We'll get the phone. What's that? They lost to New England the next week. Yeah, short arm. Short arm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he sure did short arm it. Uh, anyway, so tomorrow or uh, look, if you're on the North Side, make your plans to watch the game right here. A few specials. Ten, uh, ten traditional wings, nine dollars ninety cents. Three dollar jack shots, not Jaeger shots, but jack shots. Seven dollar mini domestic pitchers. Uh, Fifteen dollar buckets of Bud Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light. Seventeen dollar buckets of Mick Ultra. Five dollar well drinks, and they're going to give money away. So for every drink, every menu item purchased tomorrow. You get a ticket. Uh, when the game is over, 
there's a drawing. The winner gets a hundred bucks. I mean, I can use a hundred bucks, Chuck. You can use a hundred, especially sure. after all these bets you lose to me every time we place bets. I mean, you're you, you steadily lose. And you can use the money. Straight up tomorrow, I got I got Kansas City. You got yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you will. I don't think you want any that bet, do you? I, probably not. I'll take the punt. Take the point. How about this stat before, before we go to Whitey at six four one ten ten? Who's traveling on the way to the game right now in Kentucky? How, how about these stats for Doug Peterson? So, as a as a as an an underdog in postseason, he is six and zero against the spread and five and one straight up in their six games. Pretty impressive. Now Andy Reid is unreal uh, coming off a of bye week. And Patrick Mahomes is damn near unbeatable, uh, if not unbeatable, in divisional rounds. But uh, so the honey a matchup. Look, it's, look, it's house money, man. I mean, well, what don't about- get me wrong. You want to win the game. I think the Jaguars obviously can win the game. But no one, look, from 2-6, and 3-7 and seven to 4-8, and eight, no one in the, in, the, in the right mind stopped the Jaguars. Be even close but to now- this point. Now, isn't Lawrence 27-0 and 0 on Saturdays, like with his high school? That is correct. He's never lost. He, since. So there you talk, something else to bring up. Oh, yeah. We've, we've talked about that. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, he still has a loss on a Saturday. And uh, let's hope if they uh, they win tomorrow, he'll find the Waffle House equivalent in Kansas City. They might have it out there. To, to go celebrate if there isn't a Waffle House. Hey, let's go to the phone line. Let's go to Whitey at 641 Let's go to Whitey. Hey, guys, how you doing? Man, we're doing outstanding. It's like Christmas Eve, bro. It's Christmas Eve. We got some Christmas football tomorrow. Yeah, 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 we're so, so how How many people are in your travel group there, Whitey? Two of us. Uh, nobody else is cra- crazy enough to uh, to take this uh, 20-hour drive, you know, to, to uh, Kansas City. So we're about uh, 12 hours in, and uh, we're going to probably take another five hours and Stop somewhere and finish the last two hours tomorrow morning. But uh, it's, uh, yeah. do, you, do you already have tickets, or are you going to get them when you get there? You already have them. Yeah, we bought. Yeah, we bought tickets. Uh, I, actually, we bought tickets wow. in the parking lot last Saturday night after the game. So yeah. Wow. That uh, with Ticketmaster, with the with the with the uh, electronics and all the gadgets and all the things that was that Ticketmaster, even though they charge you an arm and a leg for the uh, service fees. Tickets are pretty easy to get these days. They're not, you, know, you don't have to search like you used to back in the old days. All right, well, I'm going to ask, what do they cost and where are you sitting? Yeah, the worst part is that's the worst part. So I told <laughs> my son to get up there and get him last week. So uh-huh. we got him. we're right next to that damn drum. So we, we looked the tickets up. So we're right next to they, that big-ass drum they have. And uh, I've, I've already threatened my son to uh, maybe uh, do something to that drum tomorrow afternoon. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, did you hear the poll question, Whitey? Uh, I, I heard something about the last two minutes, but then that's all I heard. Okay, so the poll question, tell us where you stand here. All right, so two minutes to go, no timeouts, you're on the 20-yard line. Would you rather be down by four and, and uh, Trevor has the ball tomorrow or be up by four and Mahomes has the ball? You there? Yeah. You got us? Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I thought I lost you. Because we're in Kentucky, so there's no de- – oh, I definitely would be – I'd rather be on defense. I, I, I'll give me a lead and uh, let the chips fall where they may, but uh, I'd, re- I'd much rather be on defense. I'd much rather have the lead. Too many things, bad things can happen, a tip pass. You know, anything can happen, and, uh, you know, everything has to fall perfect for you to, 
to score, so I'd much rather be on defense. I like it. What? Hey, you and your boy, bring home a dub, man. Bring it back. That's Whitey. That's Whitey Chicken with us. We can bring home a W for us, Chuck and Matt. They're bringing it back. How about that? Just the two of them, you said, right? Just the two of them. Yeah, no one else wanted to do it. <laughs> no one else wanted to do it, man. But, uh, man, I tell you what, that be a fun game to go to, obviously. Any postseason game is fun, man. Yeah, it's, it's – um, I mean, I'm not going to say com- complete house money, you know. It somewhat is because, look, they're a year ahead of schedule, obviously. But it's – yeah, it's house money, but, man, when you were there, you sure as hell want to win. Well, you say it's house money, but – and you kind of project that, well, if Trevor Lawrence is here now, they're going to be good for the next decade. It's hard to get – it's hard to get there. It's hard to get back. Well, yeah. Well, I remember, I, was it three or four years ago? Was it Dak's first or second year when they got beaten? I said, well, I think the feeling was, well, they got Ezekiel Elliott now. They got, uh, you know, they got Dak. They'll be fine. Well, it's funny you say that. Hard to get there. Hey, it's funny you say that. On this date, 1985, the uh, Dolphins beat. Uh, it was beaten by the Niners in Super Bowl 19, 38-16. Don't remember that. And, and Dan Marino thought he'd, he'd go back a lot. Never yeah. made it back. It's hard but to get To your there. point. It is. It's very hard to get there. Absolutely, so it is. So you can't ever say, "Well, we're playing with house money. If we don't do it this year, then ah, we'll be back." But the, but the good thing though is, is this is ab- absolutely sustainable. I thought of something interesting. Yeah, you, know, you, you. We talked earlier that tomorrow's what five years since the tomorrow's Miles, five years since the Miles, Miles Jack, Jack wasn't down. That's right. Yeah. So giving up a little to get a lot in the end. If this if this turns out to be a a decade run by Trevor Lawrence of, you know, team being really good. If they would have gone to the Super Bowl, let's say they would have won that Super Bowl, would they have been worse in the long run? That sounds silly to say, but would they have been – because Bortles would not have been a long-term great quarterback. He wouldn't have been a franchise guy. For no, him. Who, who knows, man. I, I, I I'm not – I'm never going to say they'd be worse in the long run. Well, okay, Super Bowl, because, <clears throat> of course. So, or let me – let me okay, let me back that question up a second. Something we talked about in the past few weeks. If you could have had that one Super Bowl, would you have taken the next 20 years of mediocrity or not or not being good? I wouldn't want that. Okay. But would you take it? I mean, to get the one title? I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't even want to answer that question. It's kind of like question. a Rams question. Rams, I, don't, I don't want to answer that question. The Rams are garbage. Now. Yeah, hey, Leslie, how do you feel? How do you, hey, how do you feel about a T-shirt now? Bleep the draft picks. I bet you'd like to have a few of those draft picks back now. Um so here's some numbers for you. This is what has me so excited moving forward with this uh, coach quarterback duo and, and Trevor and Doug Peterson. And um, and here's what's crazy to me, and I'll give you a statement in a couple moments here. Um, but looking back, remember when we had whole question, you know, when it came down to Leftwich or Peterson or somebody else, I can't, I can't remember the other coach we threw out there. All the people that wanted Leftwich, and I thought that was the dumbest thing in the world at the time. It, it, it was not, it was not the knock on Byron Leftwich. It was, what are you doing here? Because you've got a Super Bowl winning, winning coach. That won it with a guy that you could. That, 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 he made Nick Foles eighty-eight million dollars, right. and, and he didn't win a damn game in Jacksonville. But so, so he won the Super Bowl not only with a journeyman quarterback, and they not only beat the greatest coach 
and talking about quarterback and coach duos, the greatest quarterback coach duo in the history of the National Football League, but also not just a journeyman quarterback. He won it with a bunch of lunch pill toting blue collar guys. Didn't have a thousand yard rusher, didn't have a thousand yard receiver. He had a bunch of just guys that you threw together. And and, and why he hasn't why last off season people are clamoring to get him like they are Sean Payton is beyond me. It's, it it but, baffles the hell out of me. But let the prosecution air this into okay, the court. Okay, go ahead, sir. All right. Would, we talked about this. If I would ask you two years ago, you had Pierce or Urban Meyer, you would have said Urban Meyer all day long. And I think you've even admitted that before. You you would take a Meyer or Pierce. I don't know. I think you would have. Because Peterson won a Super Bowl. And again, I, but we talked and, about that. I mean, you were so, and many others. Well, I, so I, well, I was all in with Urban because I look, yeah, for based on the successes he had, obviously, yeah, at right. every stop at the collegiate and I level, say right? That, I always say that so on the flip side, you don't go, I can't believe, which, I, but I'm with you. I would take a piece of left, which, but I can't, but then you can't say, well, I can't believe anybody would have ever said I would take left, which. I mean, I mean think about this. Over, uh, what it, it's I mentioned early on it, it lightning almost struck twice, okay, and it's funny how it's it's, it's the teacher and the student here, um, but uh, 2013, Andy Reid, you know, was fired by the Eagles. He was there, man. He was there for the taking. What do uh, what do the Jaguars do? What do the Jaguars do? Oh, let's go get Gus Bradley, who's like he's like the the defensive equivalent of Byron Lethwich, right? A guy that never been a head coach at any level at all, never been a high school coach, never been a college coach. Hell, let's hire this guy. Instead of yep. a future Hall of Fame head coach, we're going to hire that. It always happened again. Let's go hire Byron Lethwich. They offered him the damn job. Byron Lethwich, if Byron didn't overplay his hand, he'd be the head coach right now. And who knows? how the season would have played out. Maybe it would have been fine. I doubt it. But it almost happened again. Hiring a guy that hadn't been a head coach at any level ever over a Super Bowl winning coach. I mean, so sometimes I guess it's better be lucky than good because they 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 backed into Doug Peterson. Yeah, and thank Jeff goodness they did. That would have been ridiculous. Yeah, that's what Jeff Terry would say. That's wow. correct. That's, so as we break, Throw this. Here's a couple of uh, numbers for you. All right, so Trevor Lawrence has the highest jump in National Football League history in a quarterback rating from year one to year two. Last year, 71.9. This year, 95.2. There's only one other quarterback in the history of the National Football League they had a jump of over 20 points. And it just happened to be Carson Wentz, year one to year two, under Doug Peterson. That shows you, man, this dude can flat out coach up quarterbacks. He really is. Hey, no offense, Denny, Denny Thompson. This guy really is a quarterback whisperer here. This is a true quarterback whisperer. And his offenses are so quarterback friendly, man. So that's why this thing is absolutely sustainable as long as number 16 remains healthy. This team isn't going anywhere anytime soon. I'm not saying they're going to four or five Super Bowls. I'm not saying that. But there will be a lot of 
postseasons ahead in this Jacksonville Jaguars future. Would you agree with that, at least, Chuck? You hope so. I keep going back to it's hard to get there. But if he's one of the top five, six quarterbacks in the league, yes, they should be there regularly. Yeah, I mean, he's top five right now. He's top five right now. So as we break here real quick, so I would, much like Whitey said, I agree with him as far as the poll question. And then again, it's this, if you're just tuning in, the six four one ten ten text line, Twitterverse, two minutes to go in the game, no timeouts, ball's out to 20, you've got to go 80 yards. Would you rather be up by four playing defense or down by four, Trevor with the ball in his hands? I would also, as much as I think Trevor is a top five quarterback, I believe that he is, and as much as and, and I've seen, I've seen what Patrick Mahomes can do to the opposing defenses. I've seen that as well. I mean, look what he did to Buffalo last year. Um, I still would play defense. And they, come on, guys, get me a stop. Get me a stop. So I would, I would, I would play defense. What would you do, Chuck? I would have to say, like you and both Whitey said, you've got, you've got to be on defense and have at least. Although. This question notwithstanding, if Jacksonville tomorrow scores and goes up by four or two minutes to go, be nervous as hell. You're probably thinking there's probably sixty five percent chance <laughs> yeah, they're losing. Yes, yes, I know. I know. <laughs> so I asked the question because it's not an easy one to answer. What's this, Matt? I would feel much more comfortable with the ball being in the hands of our offense, hands down. I think that if Patrick oh, wow. Mahomes okay. has the ball with that much wow. time, we're dead. I, that's a that's as big as a, yeah. of a lock I'd say is an easy as a lock as it comes in sports with well, him. But scoring. that's why I did say eighty yards, two minutes, no timeout. Although, again, we've seen what he did last year. I get it, but I would just say, come on, Josh Allen, come on, hey, hey Trayvon Walker, show us something, baby. Come on, come on. We've seen what you did in week one, and you've had a couple of flashes here or there. Let's let's do it on that uh, that decisive drive if it were to happen. Um, what about but, uh? What about did you hear uh? Did you hear both of comments during the week basically saying after the game the refs were in like the locker room? You know, I heard him say he's such a clown. He's basically he's, Joey Bosa he's is a such huge, a clown. He's, he's such a loser. They're, they're in on cheating. Yeah. And they're, they're, you know, they're singling him out. And... Joey Bosa was suffering from Roy Rage. That was his deal. What a, what a complete idiot he is, man. Guys like that. My goodness. Anyway. The refs make bad calls. Yes. I, do, I, do I think they do it on purpose to target players? <laughs> okay, so we'll break. We'll come back. Um, I've got, uh, you know, a couple of things I think the Jaguars have to do to have a chance tomorrow. Um, so we'll discuss that. Obviously, there's three other divisional games as well. Of course, the nightcap tomorrow, Giants travel to Philadelphia. Then on Sunday, uh, Bengals, Bills, and obviously Niners, Cowboys. We'll discuss that and more. We have picks to make later on. We'll go through this day in sports. Uh, we might squeeze some college stuff in as well. This old Jaden Rashada saga has come to an end in Gainesville. What a bleep show that's been. Uh, that and more from Dick Swings of the North Side on 1010XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. Third and a huge five. Rodell on the fade. Touchdown to Jimmy Smith. 
Can't throw it any better. Can't throw it any better. Can't catch it. But again, what a call. They block everybody. It's basically a one receiver route. They know Denver's got to take a chance. Come up, blitzes to stop it. The perfect call. Man, I tell you what, that was that was also some exciting stuff right there, man. Woo, boy, that was uh, you know, it was the old um, you know, the the Woody Page of Jaguars, right? That was yep. the article, the Jaguars. We showed we showed Woody, we showed Woody Page. Yeah. So, um, wow. I mean, that what a magical run that was. That was the uh, start of four and seven when five and Roy Morton Anderson missed the kick. Uh, you know, Hall of Fame. Field goal kicker. He's a Hall of Fame, right? Did he make it a couple of years ago or no? Did Morton? I think Morton Anderson. Maybe it, I could be wrong. I think it was maybe, kicker. maybe not. I thought there were no kickers. Yeah, so I thought Ray Guy was Ray the, only, the only, only. Okay, yeah, you, you're probably right. But if there, if there, if there were uh, a guy not named Adam Vinatieri in, in the uh, the Hall of Fame as a place kicker, it would be Morton Anderson, I would say. But anyway, so the guy never missed, but he missed that day, and did help the Jaguars, obviously roll into um, the playoffs and made that run, beat the Bills, beat the Broncos, um, and then obviously lost in the AFC championship game. All right, so some things, Chuck, I think the Jaguars have to do in order to have a chance uh, to go into Kansas City and, and win tomorrow. They have to be, man, aggressive on both sides of the football. Uh, you can't just sit back and just cover two and and let the Chiefs just, just pick you apart. You can't do that. You, you, you can't play cover three. You can't do that. You should be more, to me, be more in a single high. Uh, you know, get to the line of scrimmage and pressure the hell out of Patrick Mahomes and hope that your defensive ends can sort of contain him and keep him inside the pocket and do not let him get on the perimeter and and uh, and rush for, you know, 10, 15 yards a pop. That's the key, um, in my opinion, defensively. Look at look, look at the Bucks. Look, uh, Mike Caldwell was a linebacker's coach on that 2020 Bucks team that uh, Kansas City beat. 27-24 in the regular season. That was Brady's, obviously, first year uh, in Tampa. But then in the Super Bowl, 31-9 was the final score. Now, they only sacked Mahomes three times, forced him into two interceptions, but they pressured him a Super Bowl record 29 times. So that's the key, man. You've got to find a way to get Mahomes off a of spot. Right, you've got to you you got to flush them, uh, you know, get that head on a swivel a bit. The problem though, man, that dude seems to have eyes in the back of his head, man. That dude is just so darn good. When you think you have him, nope, you don't. Uh, that's how Russell Wilson used to be. That's how Russell. Yeah. <laughs> well, seriously, I mean, but he was. You know, he never. He was never down. He thought he was down. Then, then offensively. Um, in the first game, it was uh, the the two guys off, you know, that really played well. Um, Etn had a good game. Christian Kirk, I think, caught like nine or twelve targets. Uh, I was wide ass open a lot. Find a way uh, 
you know, look, because you may look. I, I get a, a, some people say, well, you know, the, the, you know, because the Chiefs play a lot of dime defense. If they play a lot of dime defense tomorrow, there'll be a lot of running opportunities for Travis Etienne, and that's fine. But I've I've got to think that they, you know, you listen to Kansas City radio, and they're a little, little leery of. Well, this is again. This is radio. This isn't. This isn't the coaches. This isn't any of that stuff. But you know, the all thought is, man, we're we're worried about Travis Etienne. So you might see them try to take the run away, as far as Trevor and those receivers to beat him through the air. Which I'd be okay with that. Look, um, you. The good thing about Doug Peterson's offense, and it's the same really with with look again, Andy Reid. You you don't know where it's coming from. Right, you can have I me mean, look. The Jaguars are one of only four teams in the NFL this year. I think it's four teams, I believe. Um, yeah, one of only four teams in the league that have had four different players have a hundred yards receiving. Both Joneses. Uh, well, they have, there's a Tim Jones as well, but I'm not talking about him. He doesn't play much. But Marvin Jones Jr. obviously Zay Jones, and then also Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram have all had. 100-yard receiving games. Only three other teams have done it this year. Only three teams in the league have three guys that have 750-plus receiving yards. The Jags are one of those three. So they spread the ball around a lot, as do the Kansas City Chiefs. Both Doug Peterson and Andy Reid both played chess, while other teams at times played checkers. Uh, so I look for... Uh, both these guys, man, to, to really get creative offensively. And whereas the game against Tennessee, Chuck, and Matt, I'm sure you guys would agree, that when you're a, when you're the better football team, there's no reason uh, to get too cute and run a gimmicky place. Again, that, that little reverse uh, to uh, Jamal Agnew was there. You know, obviously the bad pitch didn't work out. Fumble. Tennessee gets the ball, and they go they go from three nothing to ten nothing, just like that in the blink of an eye. But there's no reason to do that, right? You're a better team. You're moving the football. No reason. Tomorrow, there is a reason to. Tomorrow is when you when you do empty uh, the sink, you empty the cabinets, you empty you empty the garage, you empty everything tomorrow to find a way to get a win over Kansas City. That's that's. So tomorrow you do, you know you get aggressive on both sides. You take chances defensively, blitz like crazy, uh, pick your spots there, and offensively, yeah, uh, do some stuff. You know both coaches are good at running a bunch of motion to one side, then leaking someone out on the backside, um, and they're and they're and they're wide open. Right, it happens a lot. Now Peterson was a play for Reed, Andy Reid, right? Andy Reid's very first. Andy Reid's very first. Game of the head coach, Peterson was a starting quarterback. Right. He played. Of course, you know, a lot of people forget, you know, when Don Stewart got his record-setting NFL win in 1993, Doug Peterson was a quarterback. Was he? Yeah. Okay. He I was did a not backup. You remember Marino got hurt, like, uh, uh, midway through that 90-93 season? That is that is correct. And then you have, which I don't know why Peterson came. You know, with Scott Mitchell. Remember, Scott Mitchell had a couple good games, and the Lions gave him a big contract. <laughs> That's right. Played for the Dolphins in '91, and again in '92 through '94. Yeah, a couple of times yeah, as a player. Green Bay was he in Green Bay too? Oh yeah, he was okay. in Green Bay. He, he was in he was in Green Bay when uh when uh Brunel was there. 
They were he, yeah, they were there together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure was. In fact, he had three stints with the Dolphins. Oh, well, he's a high school coach for four years, five years. Interesting. Yeah. Calvert Pep Academy. Yeah, so he, uh, look, the dude has been around, right? I mean, look, as a, again, as a, as a quarterback, uh, as a quarterback's coach, he was a quality, remember, he's a quality control coach uh, for the Eagles as well. And obviously, uh, you know, when, when he went left, you know, uh, and with OC under Andy Reid at Kansas City, then got the head gig at Philadelphia. And look, the reason he look the reason he left Philadelphia, it wasn't on him doing a poor job at all, right? It wasn't that at all. It was Howie Roseman, the general manager, and Jeffrey Lurie, the owner, had just given Carson Wentz a big old fat contract, and that was their quarterback. And Doug Peterson said no. Uh, you know, when Wentz went down and Jalen Hurts played against Jalen Hurts as my quarterback. Mean Rolls? No, it was Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, yeah. He was there. He was like a rookie. He's a rookie. Oh, yeah. Hurts was yeah. Yes. Yes, he was a rookie. And then it came down to, uh, who do you want? And you know what? In hindsight, obviously looking back, Peterson was right. It seems like Peterson left before Hurts got there, but hey. I mean, yeah, I could be wrong. I don't I think I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'm pretty sure that's how the story went. And you yeah, might be so right, the Chuck. 20, they won the Super Bowl in 2017 season. Uh, Hertz came in. I mean, yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. Because if, if he was gone by the time Hertz got there, he definitely was only there uh, one more year after winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. He was, yeah, 2020 present. Yeah, he was a rookie. Hey, he was a rookie. I was, no, I was right. I had my story so, right. So Peterson was there in twenty hmm? in twenty twenty. Wow, it seems like he's been gone long. Yeah. Time. So he was. He's out only for- going a year. He's yeah. only out for a year, Chuck. Yeah. He wanted Hurts to be the quarterback. They wanted Carson Wentz because they paid him a big contract. And obviously, looking back, Peterson was right. So it wasn't. He took the Eagles to the playoffs in three or four years as the head coach. Yeah. So and they and they love him. I mean, the fans love him in Philadelphia. They love the day. He's beloved. Hell, he's got a statue there. There's a statue of Doug Peterson right by Rocky's statue, I think. Hey, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a Rocky statue up there. Well, speaking of which, you know, Carson Wentz has definitely fallen off of the proverbial cliff. He's, you know, gone from Washington. Will be gone from Washington, I'm guessing. Ter- terrible with the Colts. Terrible with the Commanders. It hasn't been good. I mean, what, yeah, that that's a great what you know what happened, not what if, but a what happened story. Well, he got he got hurt. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. sure how much of it was, was due to the fact he was hurt. Look, I had look RG three. Think about RG three went from rookie of the year to uh, when the Shanahan's ruined him by playing him out, dragging him on one leg, and and um, he went from rookie of the year is going to be the next big thing to. Went away. Yeah, he still thinks he can play. By the way, he still thinks he can yeah, he's, play. Yeah, he's a pretty good uh, color analyst. He does, but I think it's but he's kind of out there thinking he can still play. So yeah, now, what, I know you just said ninety percent Jackson. Tonight. What about what's your opinion on Lamar Jackson's saga? I mean, people are saying, look, he's going to be traded soon before the combine. All right, no let's way he's going back you know what? Anymore. We're we're going to break and I'll come back and we'll talk Lamar Jackson. Going to the Jets. <laughs> we'll talk Lamar Jackson. 
Uh, when we come back, and again, we have uh, three other football games to discuss as well. That and more from Dick Swings, the North Side on 10 XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. Here we go, fourth and goal. Ford will stumble for a moment. Up top, he's got his man for the touchdown. Koyak with the catch. What we have here is all Jags all the time, Chuck. You missed that one, didn't you? It's the Ben Koyak TD catch against the Bills in the 2017 wildcard game in a 10-3 win. I forgot Ben Koyak was a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. but he was. You could have fooled me. Yeah, you, you could have got me as well. Hey, speaking of fools, I was going to say, so I saw a commercial the other day, and I, was, I thought about you and I saw a commercial. So, the Eagles are going on tour again. Are they going to sucker you into giving more of your hard-earned money? Yeah, to that old washed up band. They're not was, washed up. No, they're washed. Come on. They were great in their day. They're washed up now. Come oh on. Oh my gosh, you're stupid. You'd be better off going to YouTube. You're just stupid. Pull, pull up the original. No, that's, that's stupid. stupid. That's, that's stupid. stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> I went to the last concert here, and they they brought it. They brought <laughs> it. How was that? They, like five years ago. All right. Okay. All I know is five or six years ago, whatever it was. Look, it was no, hold on, damn it! No, just shut up for a second. <laughs> They rolled. They played for. They had no opening act. No opening act. They played for three hours with a ten-minute intermission. They played three hours. Yes, three hours, and they all. They're all like like, like suits. They're all in suits, and they went three hours. Oh, they brought it, man. They absolutely brought it. So you're you're yeah you're 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 totally delusional. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You are. You upset I mean, me when you say stuff like that. I feel like, as long as you promise not to play Hotel California, I might go. <laughs> man. You upset me so bad. <laughs> me too, man. I mean, come on, man. Gosh. Ah. All right, so poll question out there again is this, and we'll find out what the uh, the listening audience has to say. Uh, two minutes to go in the game. No timeouts. If you're the Jags, would you rather be up by four uh, with the ball in the hands of Patrick Mahomes 80 yards ago or down by four and the ball's in the hands of one Trevor Lawrence? So what says the listening audience, Matt? Well, right now, guys, it feels like 70% of the audience would rather give Trevor Lawrence the ball down okay. by four with two minutes to go. Wow, that's crazy, I think. Well, I get both sides, obviously. I mean, look, people have seen what Patrick Mahomes has done. But yeah. to me, I'm like, man, I'll be, I'll beg the defense to, to make it stop, man. You know? Yeah, but like, but you got no time. Two minutes is plenty of time. That's an eternity. But yeah, this still, isn't college, though, where the clock stops when you go out of bounds. But it's still a long time. But still, everything has to go right for Kansas City. You know, yeah. they, they have to – they have to do something. Is where Jacksonville, they're do something yeah. that you stop them. And I still take my chances with the defense. So, so you're asking before the break about Lamar Jackson, right? Um, what happens with him? Um, look, he messed up by turning down the the contract similar to Josh Allen. He turned it down. Turned it down. He did. He turned it down. Um, 
Uh, if I were the Ravens, I would certainly – I wouldn't – there's no way in the world I would extend them right now. No way, no how. I'd franchise him. But what I would also do, because, look, he doesn't have any weapons there, Even man. Even if you think he's great, he hasn't proven he can finish the season the last couple of years. That right? is also true. So. It's also true. But here's the issue, though. You know, look, I'd, I'd be hypocritical in saying, that, hey, man, there's no way Lamar Jackson can do this. Uh, because I also will say that unless you are the, the elite of the elite, you have to have a go-to security blanket wide receiver. I get it; he has Mark Andrews, but that's not an outside guy. You need 88, 82, 11, 15, 17, whatever. And when you look at what he has, you got Rashad Bateman and Demarcus Robinson and Devin uh, Duvernay as his primary wide receivers. That's what he's got. And and Sammy Watkins. Uh, is on that roster as well for like the second time this year, I think. Um, so he doesn't have anybody. So you, you know what you do. And there is, what's what, what's terrible is this isn't a good free agent crop at the wide receiver position. That's why the Jaguars making that Calvin Ridley move was was huge. I mean, we haven't even talked about that as far as sustainability here. You you trade out Marvin Jones probably for Calvin Ridley. Crazy. Um, there's it's, there's nothing there, man. I mean, you've got uh, what's the TCU wide? If you go to the draft, I mean, what's what's the uh, what's the, the, what the, the TCU? Uh, you know, the guy was it? Oh gosh, the, the Quentin Johnson, right? Quentin Johnson, I think that's his name. The, the the guy that was all world the regular season, but Georgia shut it down. Uh, I think you know what? What maybe one catch for like four or five yards? I think in the. Uh, National Championship game. So it's not a, a big year uh, in the draft or in free agents for wide receivers. But I would find, if I'm the Ravens, look, I franchise them, and then I find whether it's via trade or, or maybe there is someone that gets released because of contract stuff, you've got to go get him a number one and see if he can do it. Right? Um, but there, and there, there is some, obviously, some disgruntledness there. Look, he wasn't at the, the playoff game this past weekend against the Bengals. Uh, so there's something going on there. Uh, he was at the, you know, the season, the regular season finale, but wasn't at this past weekend's game. So something's going on there, man. Now, they do go, they, they went out and they, they fired their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. Um, and John Harbaugh did say he's our quarterback and, and he's going to have a say in who we hire as the offensive coordinator. So he's trying to throw some bouquets at at, uh, at Lamar Jackson, I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't know. And, and like you said, he he can't stay healthy, can't but, finish the season, and he hasn't shown to be a very accurate passer of the football. But I think that if someone's going to give you a king's ransom, I may have to go with that. Are you hear what three number ones or something? I'd be like, oh sure, look, I'm, I'm well, I'm sure if someone the Jets seem like a team that'll do something stupid. Well, you know, we had that poll question a few weeks ago. Would you? You know, would you uh, would you trade Lamar Jackson for like? Because you can't give up three number ones in one year. The max you can give up is two. Uh, now that someone has three number ones this year, but but remember the question was: Would you give up two number ones this year and a number two next year for uh, Lamar Jackson? And eighty percent of the people said, "Hell no, I wouldn't." So I'm not sure what you're going to get for him. Could you think you could get two number ones? Oh yeah. Okay. Of course. All right. Two high number ones. 
Yes. I think the Jets would make that deal right now. Look, there's a lot of stupidity out there. Well, there is, sure. Especially at the quarterback position, meaning that teams that, like we always talk about, teams will overpay for quarterbacks. No, they will. I, I agree. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna give, if Lamar, I mean, Lamar Jackson, was it the main sticky point? He wants guaranteed money, like Sean Watson. Oh yeah. And how's that, how that, how that guaranteed money working on Cleveland well, I, right I, now? But I told you before, don't you think that's going to become the new norm at the quarterback position? Because you could say, well, boy, the Browns were dumb. Yeah, they were dumb, but. Yeah. Every yeah, quarterback, I don't, every I don't think the quarterback will fall back. I don't well. No, I'm better than Sean. No. They did it. I don't know. I think that's the out. That's the you one think? off. No, yeah. Look I don't here think. because who who was it assigned the contract after Deshaun? He didn't get all guaranteed. Kyler Murray didn't get all guaranteed money. So I think that was that was a, that was an outlier. That's the one off. And especially now they're gonna say, look. See how that worked out? Well, you didn't bring up the other obvious of Russell Wilson. And Russell, it wasn't Russell Wilson. So it wasn't, look, no, it, those all have, those both happened after Deshaun yeah, Watson right, got right. his, and they weren't all guaranteed. Why the hell? And now they'll look at Deshaun Watson's contract, and that's the reason, that's the poster child, the reason you don't do that. You don't do it. Um, now, now, back to um, – you know, this weekend's game. Actually, we'll back up some to, you know, last weekend. We didn't have to recap that at all. So, down at the bank, 27 nothing. Um, Trevor Lawrence had his worst game as a Jaguar and his best game as a Jaguar in the same game. It's kind of like my golf game. I'll play the front nine great, then the back nine is terrible. All the same run. Man, I'm on fire, and then I'm terrible. That's me as, 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 as that, that weekend golfer. Um, but look, man, I, look, you can't get down by two scores, the Chiefs. No. Uh, damn sure can't get can't down by 27 points. Um, can't afford to do that, right? So that's the key. You've got to look, after one quarter of play, we'll have a pretty darn good idea if this is a fourth quarter game or not. If the If the Jaguars don't blink – and they hang in there. They don't let the crowd get to them and rattle them at all. This, is, this isn't just uh, an opinion. It's a fact. It's the loudest stadium in all sports. Saturn LSU. It's at, the decibel level was 142. Now, I thought we it, me- it, it measured It measured the highest decibel level in, in all the stadiums. I thought we checked yeah. one time. It's been months and months and months ago, and it actually was crazily enough. Washington Husky Stadium, I thought, is what we and, unless Unless it's just NFL, but it's, it's got, I think, 142 decibels. Remember the old famous thing about 88 or 89 with the uh, LSU? Didn't it, like, register on, like, the break? The, you know, it, it, it registers some crazy amount? It, it did. But either way, though, my point is, it it's loud. Yeah, it, you've right. got to find a way to overcome that, right? And, and, and uh it's fortunate, though, it's not an 8.30 game where the guys are all liquored up. I think, you know, they start tailgating at 8 a.m., you know, at least it's early as opposed to late. I know, but four more hours, even more liquored up is my point. Um, but they got to find a way to overcome that. If they do, if they can find a way to keep this thing a game uh, going into the second quarter, you know, they'll have a chance. Because, look, Trevor Lawrence, say what you want, think about – He's unflappable, man. He just keeps coming. And Doug Peterson is that calming influence as well. When you start the game, 
with four interceptions, two of which were really your fault. I mean, the first was a tipped pass. The second one, Zay Jones was mugged at the top of his route. But still, it doesn't matter whose fault the interceptions are. Well, your stat line is four of whatever, and Asante Samuel has more has more receptions than any receiver on your roster has. You're, you, most guys would get rattled, but not Trevor Lawrence. He just would shake his head, walk off the field, get the iPad, look at stuff, and and then they went back to back to back to back touchdowns. And then obviously, you know what? And had they not got a two-point conversion, there's no doubt in my mind that fifth possession would have been a touchdown instead of a field goal. So they had five consecutive scoring drives, and it was only a field goal because it, they only needed a field goal. No doubt in your mind. I mean, yeah. Seriously, no doubt in your mind. I'm but. just telling you, the, 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 it was all, it's all about momentum. Just like there was no doubt in my mind in 1994, oh, had yeah, Bobby Bowden gone for two, he would have walked, uh, walked in the damn end zone. And why didn't he do it? Because he, to, me, to him, a tie was a win at that point, coming, up, going, you know, coming back with 31-3. That's why. But I have no doubt in my mind that Chuck – you at 145 pounds could have walked into the end zone. Yeah. Could have in that situation. Yep, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly convinced that had had uh, Trevor, you know, not gotten the two-point conversion after Joey, the Royd Ray, Joey Bosa, uh, the personal foul, got him, you know, got him to the one-yard line. If, if Had he not converted that there, I think they the were fifth touchdown in a row. The only thing I did disagree with, and uh, this is nitpicking and talking just nonsensical stuff, I always believe in kicking the field goal and having a chance in case something happens, like a bobble stat. They kicked it what three seconds left. Because I, I would you, I would I would have called I would have called a timeout with like ten seconds left or eight seconds left or something. Now, the bad snap, I would have said no. It. You don't do that because you have to. Then you have to kick off. I would. I'm charge. with you on that. No, I'm with you. I would have absolutely called a timeout with seven or eight seconds in the event the bad snap. You spike it and then. Get to kick it again. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I th- in fact, I thought of that oh, when right. they called timeout with three seconds. I said, ooh, I don't like doing that when you have downs to, to play with. And that field goal, it was barely on the inside of the right upright. How, how about Riley Patterson? Uh, after he missed the two field goals against Kansas City in Week 10, people were ready to run his ass out of town. They stayed with him, yeah. and he's been money since then. Is there, a, is there a better group of specialists in the NFL right now, Patterson, uh, Logan Cook and uh, Jamal Agnew. I don't think there is. I don't. I don't think there. Is. And that's. And you know what? In games like this, that can be huge, right? You have a punter uh, who's a Tommy Townsend from a Gator. You know, he's. I think he's a Kansas City kicker. But but uh, you know, and, and uh, Butker is a Kansas City so. kicker. Uh, so that to me, that's a wash, right? Uh, but the return guy, Agnew, so good back there. Another key, they look. Kadarius Tony had his coming out party against the Jaguars. Had, I think, four catches. He hopped into the end zone on his he first He did touchdown. on his first one. That was his first touchdown as a pro. Yeah. Um, so he did that. He had one big reverse, a second reverse. You know, they stopped him for no game, but the first was, the yeah, first was like 33 yards. So you got to find – that's the key is, like much like Jacksonville, Andy Reid in Kansas City, uh, no telling – who has the big game, right? Look, the Super Bowl, I mentioned earlier, the Super Bowl 31-9 loss to the Buccaneers, Travis Kelsey got his 10 for 133, but no one else did anything, right? See, you just never know where it's coming from. 
if you're Jacksonville, if you got a kickoff, you know what? You do what nobody thinks you'll onside kick it again. Because nobody <laughs> thinks they'll do that again. No one would think that. But I'll tell you what, if, if you <laughs> look, if you win uh, the coin toss, take the ball. Just yeah. take the ball. You yeah. take it. You but take you know the ball. Everybody seems to always. Not always. Play. I mean, most people <laughs> defer. But in, in a situation like this, I, it would certainly warrant taking the ball. Uh, it what right? It would warrant taking the ball. And uh, yeah, it warrant taking the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would take the ball. You know, and the Jags have had a bunch of those six, seven, eight minute long drives over the last few weeks. So maybe you get lucky because. Look what you would what you would want to do is find a way to uh if you could shorten the game. And the Chiefs play that dime defense, you know, hit ETN on some of those screen passes, uh some trap plays and things like that and, and see if you can keep that clock rolling, man. And if what, you, were, what the heck were the Chargers thinking? Second half, you got a lead. Don't you try to build clock they they what? Threw it twenty five times. Ran a seven, ran it, right? Yeah, what, seven or eight. Yeah. I think it was eight. Yeah, but I mean what in the Hockey sticks. Yeah, uh, what the hockey sticks. Yeah. I mean, Jags, credible comeback, but still, you got to put some of that on charge. Yeah. I mean, if you blow a lead like that, that's... No, uh, I agree. Let's hey, let's break here. We'll come back and pick games after this from Dick Swings on the North Side on 10 to next Compton and Company on 1010XL. Draw play. Taylor skips two tackles. All right, and here we go. Yeah. Bye-bye. Brock Marion chasing... Brock Marion still chasing, gets help from Smith, touchdown, no flags, a 90-yard run. Oh, 62-7. That was the game that sent Dan Marino and Jimmy Johnson into retirement. What a beautiful playoff game that was. Freddie T, future Hall of Fame running back Freddie Taylor. He's going to make it someday. He will. He will. He will. You know why he will, Chuck? Here's why. Because his stats, as we get further and further away, they're going to say, wow, uh, 4.6 yards a carry for his career, the number of yards, running backs, the way that they're, they, they play now, not many guys are going to pass him. He's not getting passed by many for uh, total rushing yards. So he won't have many, not many of his peers are going to beat him. I'm telling you, I'll get uh, – I'll tell you what, it's within about, about 2030, Fred Taylor's in the Hall of Fame. How about that? We may not be doing a show in 2000, 2030, but I'll we will. I mean, we've been on since 2003. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I do. I, but anyway, that was the 90-yard uh, touchdown run by Freddie Taylor that, uh, that absolutely uh, fit Jimmy Johnson and... Dan Marino into retirement. All right, we get to pick some games. And I got a nice little uh, trivia question for you both here uh, in a few moments after we pick games. And look, this is uh, this is a great weekend, probably the best weekend of like NFL football. No, it's not. The division around no. you, you had you had the, the top eight left. Any week, look, any any regular season weekend has. Uh, 16 games or, you know, no, this is the best. No, this is not the best. This is the best. Not the best. Matt, is this the best or not? I'd say so. I'd no. say so. Look, the best. any weekend where you can watch you have the, the Elite Red Eight, Zone, any weekend where you can watch the Red Zone channel and just watch game after game, it's 
better than oh, this, any playoff. He doesn't. He just doesn't get it, man. No, I do get it. He just doesn't get it, man. That's okay. Now, he doesn't always have. Day, he doesn't always have to get it. If one of these games sucks, then you got nothing to get. He doesn't go always to. have to get it. That's okay. You don't have to get it. That's okay. That's all right. Let's pick some games. Where are we, Chuck? What well, do we got? I, I've kind where, of. Where, uh, where are our where are our calculations? I've kind of you messed up again. I was, well, no, 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 I did not mess up. Oh, but okay. I was kind of hoping Matt would be here tonight because I hate to tell him he went over six last week. Yikes. You, I, you and I went two and four, so none of, none, much none better. of us did much. We're losing people money is what we're doing we're nowadays. We're losing people money, Gosh. so overall, I've got a one-game lead over you, Rod, and uh, hmm. Matt, you're five back. I got 55 wins, Rod 54, at 50. So. It's tough. It's tough against the playoffs. Yeah, it is. All right, let's pick some games, Chuck. All right, so we know Woo! we're going to jump around. We're going to go to Saturday night at Charlie Pell. Let's say Saturday night. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night. We got the Giants at the Eagles at Lincoln Financial. The Eagles by seven and a half. A lot of points. Go ahead, go ahead That's Chuck. That's not a lot of points. Go ahead, Chuck. Go ahead. I, I, I think the uh, I think the Eagles win this game. Score probably by 33 to 70. Wow. So give, give me the Wow. Matt. You know, I don't know what it is. I've been a hater of the Giants all year. They keep proving me wrong. After last week, Danny Dimes showed up. I'm going to roll with the Giants to cover that spread. You know what? Uh, I'm with you, Matty. You know, here's why. Because, look, Jalen Hurts, we don't know if he's 100%. He, he still was limited in practice this week. There are certain things in practice he, he wasn't doing. It. And other quarterbacks were ha- was having to go in and in his place, Gardner Minshew and company, uh, to run certain plays in certain formations. And look, Danny Dimes. Look, the Giants errored, right? They're gonna they're gonna have to franchise Danny Dimes. They could have picked up that fifth year option and they declined it for twenty two million dollars. I can't just give a new and, and well, well they can and they and they might do that. Uh, but the franchise number I think is right at thirty plus million dollars. But they uh, they declined to pick up a fifth year option. And uh, he's been money this year, man. Uh, and obviously, Saquon Barkley has come come back to play. Uh, they've got a bunch of just guys at the wide receiver position. I mean, nothing much there. A bunch of blue-collar, lunch pill dudes. And to your point, Matt, they keep proving us wrong. I'll take – I think the Eagles win, but I'll take the Giants to cover that seven and a half as well. Don't forget the Giants play the Vikings too, notoriously – choke when it comes to playoff time. I get it, Vikings. sure. And Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the king of empty stats. Well, I understand. Eight, sure. I get it. I get it. That was a three yards. Was it fourth and 12? It's fourth and eight. He threw it three yards. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right. And to, and to a tight end. It's not like T.J. Hawkinson is going to you know, be elusive and, you know, and, and um, break a guy's ankle. Yeah, I don't understand that because you catch the pass, yeah. you still got to break a tackle. Exactly. And I he, don't so he threw a three, a three yard out to a tight well, end. Fired off the it was, it was you stupid. You fired right there. Because you know there's stupid. 10 offensive coordinators uh, positions open right now. So, uh, okay, next we have, now this is a game. This is a good game. Well, oh. I guess they're all Oh, no, oh, we finally found a good game. Okay. This is intriguing. Cincinnati. At Buffalo, Buffalo, kind of a big line, I think. Buffalo by five and a half. Well, the the Bengals are missing three offensive linemen. Well, the offensive line sucks anyway. That's, so what, that what, is what, true. So that what? is true. Burrow what was back to NFL record high well, last year, years, 58 times. Um, I'll go first on this one. Look, uh, the Bengals are better. The, I, I would play the money line here, and I would take the Bengals outright. I know it's in Buffalo. 
And this whole the whole stuff when you know when they the the game in Cincinnati when they canceled it, uh, the Bengals are getting screwed here. Yeah. Okay. They they would have won that game. And it, now, I think I think that look know. they were up at home first quarter. I, I right. get it. Seven to three. Right? But had they won the game, if they were to play, they'd be the home team. But instead, they're on the road. They should have played in Indy, I guess. Should have played in Indy. For Pittsburgh. Hey, by the way, oh, hey, do you think Doug Peterson? I read an article that were talking about Doug Peterson, and as far as, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he didn't when he got hired, he didn't get that raw raw speech and all of this. You know, oh my gosh! But he's like the old EF Hutton commercials. I don't know how many people listening know who what EF Hutton <laughs> is. Yeah, Alcoa, you make the call. You know, uh, <laughs> but when EF Hutton talked, people would listen. Yeah. And that's, it, yeah, and that's Doug Peterson, right? That's Doug Peterson. They say, look, when he talks, he doesn't mince words, but he talks and we're engaged, we listen. And do you, how many times do you think he'll mention to his, to his team that, hey, by the way, you know, they already sold 50,000 tickets for that neutral site game between the Bills and the Chiefs. Well, it got to just in case. Uh, in Atlanta. You can't wait till last minute. It's got to right. be the right. So, uh, but anyway, so. Uh, oh, by the way, that's refundable money, by the way. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> they don't play that game. But, uh, but you know what? Look, Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. They, uh, I think they're better at the skill position. Uh, yeah, look, uh, I think the best receiver is Stephon Diggs by a slim margin. And, he, and, he, and, he, and he might not be better than Jamar Chase. It's close. I take Jamar Chase. But give me T. Higgins over Gabe Davis. And give me Tyler Boyd over Cole Beasley. And damn sure give me uh, Joe Mixon over – I can't even think of his name. Right? Singletary, David Singletary, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me the Bengals and Joe Shady and Joe Cool and Joe other 28 nicknames over the Bills. Give me the money line. Well, give me the Bengals. Well, you know – that line looks odd, so as they say, that line looks too odd. So in that case, you you've got to go with the Bills to win win All by right. seven. Okay, go All ahead, right. go ahead, Matt. You know, this is going to be one heck of a game. I think it's going to be really close. I do think Buffalo wins, but I'll take the money line for the Bengals to cover there. Give me the Bengals to cover. All right, I know where we're going. I know where we're going next Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday. Well. Woo! Well, if you, if you used to watch it Sunday night, it does not start at 8.30 this time. It starts at 6.30. 6.30, that's 630, fine. That's right? God, I'm excited. Which is better, even better. I'm excited. Uh, can't wait. So, we got the Cowboys. Scott me can't wait. Cowboys at the 49ers. Uh, 49ers by four. I'm on the – this game, I'm on the Cowboys bandwagon. I think the Cowboys win this game outright. Go ahead, man. I love saying that, but give, give me Dallas. You know, I don't know if I would have said that before this past Monday night, but I agree with you, Chuck. Give me Dallas to win and cover that spread. Well, I guess the Cowboys are win by 14 points. They're going to win by 14. Yes. Okay, you want to put a little uh, No, I'm going to tell you why. And th- this isn't as a Cowboys fan. I think he has some Cowboys <laughs> homer. I get it. But look, Brock Purdy. Look, I'm not saying that he's Cooper Rush. He might be a little better than Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush had that run with the Cowboys, and and I and I and but people, oh man, Cooper Rush, he should replace Dak Prescott. No, he shouldn't. He's a backup for a reason. He's got a, he's got an average arm. He's gotten away with a bunch of bad throws. Well, that's Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy has an average arm at best. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. 
schemes it up really well. 90%, 90% of the passes Brock Purdy completes, guys are wide-ass open. But there's so many balls that he throws into coverage uh, that has almost been intercepted. In the Seattle game, there's three or four balls that could have been picked off. Dan Quinn is a masterful defensive coordinator. 32.4% of the time this year, the Dallas Cowboys show one thing pre-snap. They change post-snap. They will disguise things. I promise you right now, the Cowboys force a, at a minimum two turnovers. As long as Dak, as long as Dak takes care of the football, the Cowboys win, and it will, no, it will not be in doubt in the fourth quarter. Give me the Cowboys. Ah, I'd be very surprised. I'm telling you, man. At some point, Brock Purdy will have a rookie moment, so and I hope like hell it's this weekend. What about their defense? They get a great. They have a great defense. Yeah. Okay. So you're basically saying the defense is going to play well, could play well, San Francisco, but their offense will do zilch. That's why the well, game would not be. Well, just find a way to keep uh, Debo Samuel in check and, and Christian McCaffrey. No, I get it. They've got a bunch of weapons, but I, I do. I think. The Cowboys' defense may score a touchdown. They, have, they may score one. I'm telling you, Brock Purdy will have a come-to-oh-my-gosh moment this weekend. The Cowboys win. Okay. I'm just saying. Just saying. All right. Here goes the biggest line of the week. <laughs> nine, eight line, and a half, nine and a half. <laughs> nine points I saw today. So it's the Jacksonville, of course, at the Chiefs. The Chiefs by nine. I think Jacksonville – you know, they they the great game was last week. I, I think Kansas City Kansas City wins by fourteen points. Not saying it's not gonna be close throughout the game, right. but it okay. could come down to one of those as you say garbage touchdowns still yeah. count. As far as the lines, so give me the Chiefs. Matt. You know, I think the Chiefs are going to win this ball game, but I do think the Jags keep it at least within a touchdown, so I'll take the Jags to cover those points. Right. Yeah, I'll look, man. That's wrong being wrong. Uh, yeah, check. It's okay for you to be wrong. Nothing wrong with being wrong. Look, all I know is this. And I don't like the Chiefs. Uh, last time it was 27-17. The Chiefs are pretty much what they were then. The Jacksonville Jaguars are a much better football team now than they were then. And there's something to be said about playing with confidence. Look, they believe in they, they, they believe in themselves. They believe in their coach. And they damn sure believe in number 16, right? And they've got a lot of momentum. Look, it's not all about who the best team is. It's who's hot. And Villanova, when they won the national championship in basketball, NC State, when they won theirs, they weren't the best. They were not better than Georgetown and Houston. Absolutely not. The Atlanta Braves, two years ago, they weren't the best team in baseball. They were. They were. They didn't get over five hundred until sometime in like August or September. I think September, either late August, or early September. But they won the World Series. The Jags again from two and six, three and seven, four and eight to now ten and eight, including the playoff win over Chuck's Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I think the Jags are going to win a football game. Really? Come on. I, I do. So I'm telling you, I've just got a feeling. I, I mean, maybe maybe it's gas. I don't know what it is, but I've got yeah. a feeling, man. I do. I do. 
I, it's, it's like it's that 1996 run all over again, and there's something special about this football team. And I, and really, I think it's going to come down to Mike Caldwell and that defense. Like I said, he was on that 2020 Tampa staff that uh, in the regular season lost to ta- uh, Kansas City 27-24 and then completely flipped things in the Super Bowl. They picked Mahomes off twice, sacked him three times, a Super Bowl record 29 quarterback pressures. I'm hoping they disguise some things and get aggressive defensively and really get after them. If they if they can keep the game close in the first half, I think they've got a chance. I know I'm a homer here, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the Jaguars, obviously the cover. And, boy, can Christmas come tomorrow. Yeah, put a money line bet on that. That would be a pretty decent payoff. Yeah, it would be a decent payoff. So give me the Jags as well. So, there's our picks. All right, so before we break here, um, trivia question for you both. Uh, the Jaguars uh, have become the, the first uh, team in National Football League history to have back-to-back number one overall picks and then go to the playoffs. They went back-to-back and then go to the playoffs. And, of course, they got a, they got a playoff win, right? So how many other teams in the first happened in 1968? So just to show you, it's sort of modern-day era, right? Um, two years before the merger. Um, there's two teams that went from number one overall pick to playoffs that got the number one pick via trade. Okay, We're not counting those. We're not going to count those. All right. How many teams, including the Jaguars, uh, have gone from number one overall pick right. to the playoffs the following season, and they did it by earning that number one pick, but being terrible. Yeah, earning it, so to speak. Yeah. So on, their, on their own merit. My, my guess was four. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three. I'll take three on that bet. Well, both of you are off. Okay. Was it higher? It, yeah, it's the pri- Yes, it wow, is surprising. Wow, higher. The 1968 Minnesota Vikings. They took Ron Gary, right? Ron Gary. <laughs> Ron Gary. Yep. Good, good job, Chuck. Well, I didn't know. I looked. I was looking at the list. That's the Oilers. So, know. uh, the 1978 Oilers did, the but they did, but, that's, but they didn't have the worst record. They made a trade and they drafted Earl Campbell. They had with the Bucks, right? Yep. Damn, yep. I forgot that they traded that. But again, that again that though didn't count because right, they right, didn't but trade, I forgot, right? I forgot that they were that they didn't earn that number one pick. They traded with the Bucks. Remember, the Bucks wanted. The Bucks would be better off staying where they were and taking Earl Campbell instead of Ricky Bell. That's cool. Remember also uh, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Also, you know, in that year, um, the uh, Bucks could have tra- could have taken Tony Dorsett, took Ricky Bell, and left Tony Dorsett for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, dummy, dummy, dummy. I mean, that was, that was awfully <laughs> dumb is what that was. All right, so then um, – you go next, the 1982 New England Patriots. Oh, wow. Yeah, drafted. Uh, who do you think they drafted? you remember? Oh, uh, it wasn't like, wasn't like Tom, no, wasn't like Tom Cousineau, was it? Uh, it was not Tom Cousineau. It was not. Kenneth Sims. Kenneth Sims. So, yeah, because so, that's right, because. They were terrible, but they made the playoffs because they had that expanded field in eight yep. because of the strike. In 1991, the Dallas Cowboys 
But they did it via trade. Right. There's a via trade. Uh, that year, you know, they had finished 7-9 nine in 1990, but then they, uh, they got number one pick in the draft. And the Patriots, they gave them Eugene Lockhart, Ron Francis, and David Howard for their first and second round picks. So they, tra- they, they traded, you know, Ron Francis was a decent player. Lockhart was okay. I mean, they gave, they got, they gave nothing away for the number one and two overall picks in the draft. The next, and then the 0-4 Chargers. Oh, wow, okay. And what's funny, obviously, they didn't keep their quarterback. They drafted Eli Manning, didn't keep the quarterback, and got Phillip Rivers out of the Here's what's on my part. I looked at that list, and when I, when I read Eli Manning, it automatically Giants registered, but of course I should have known that the Chargers took them. <laughs> yeah. I and won't then uh, I won't play. And I was trying to think back and look at the list. I was trying to think, okay, when the uh, you know Elway, obviously Elway was taken by the Baltimore Colts in '83. 2008 Miami Dolphins. After going one and fifteen in 2007, they took Jake Long. They made it. and went eleven and five in 2008. Holy crap! I should have known that. That's yeah. terrible on my part. And won the AFC. East. They went one and fifteen the year before. And they won the AFC East the next year. Yeah, the Patriots were second at eleven and five. This remember what happened the first, the first half of the first. You game. remember who the quarterback was for uh, New England? Yeah, Matt Castle. Okay, good job. All right. Never, never started a game in, in college for USC. Uh, Correct. 2012. Hey, I'm the, the Colts. Oh, yeah, I looked at that, and I was trying to think, did they make it with Andrew? So Andrew oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then 2013, the Chiefs. Took, the Chiefs. Uh, took uh, Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher, yeah. Yeah, so they made it, wow. Andy Reid's first year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And how about that? Well, Again, hey, and you know what? Similarities, right? Similarities. Well, I struck out they, they, they teach her and a student. Andy Reid, his first year, number one overall pick, playoffs. This year, Doug Peterson, his student, number one overall pick, first year, playoffs. Uh, so six. The answer was six. You guys guessed three and four. The answer was six. Seven, including the Jaguars. More than I thought. Yeah, how about that? And I, you know, I, I didn't put, you know, my calculations. I included the Jaguars, so. Oh wow! So you're so further so you, off. So you're further off. Wow! How about that? All right. So we'll step aside for our, our final break of the night. We'll come back, put a finishing touches on the show, and obviously talk uh, Jags, Chiefs. Next week we're tomorrow. in the Jaguar season. And <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, what, you know, we're not doing. We're not saying, hey man, you know what? Gosh, we're drafting seventh. Man, if we would have just. Lost one more game, we'd be drafting third. Well, you know, I'm the only one sitting there going to make the playoffs. Look, you're messing up your draft pick. Uh, yeah, that's year. what you would say. We're going to come back and give you our final results of the poll question and close it out for Dick's Wings. The North Side of the 10 Tech Down. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. Cook puts it down. Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good! 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 The Jaguars have won it! The Jaguars have won it! They have come back from 27-0 to win the game and move on! How good is that? That was Frank Frenzy on the call. As Ronnie Patterson nailed a 36-yard field goal, and the Jags beat the Chargers 31-30 to advance to this weekend's division around as they're going to beat up Chuck's Kansas City. But you know Chiefs. what? 
He never told me there was a flag on the field. Al Michaels told me there was a flag on the hey, field. Hey, Chuck, <laughs> will you give me at least one? Do nope. You won't do it? Can nope. I get one? Nope. You won't give me one? Nope. Oh, Chuck. Ugh. Hey, you know, Dallas is in Dallas County. Think of Dallas, they're going, Dallas. <laughs> or you think in Tampa, they would go, Hillsboro. No. It's not the same. It doesn't sound as good as Duval. It's, it's that sound is good. But, hey, look, I don't know what county Kansas City is. Hey, but. make your plans tomorrow. If you're anywhere in the vicinity of the north side, roll in. Will you be here? Tomorrow. I will be here. All right. Uh, $10, $9.90 for 10 traditional wings. $3 jack shots. Well, it should be some sort of teal-colored drink. $7 mini pitchers of domestic beer. $15 buckets of Bud, Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, $7, $17 buckets of Mick Ultra, $5 well drinks, and Chuck Elliott. Roll in, hang out, buy a drink, uh, buy food. Every time you buy a drink or every menu item you purchase, you get a ticket, enter into a raffle, someone's giving 100 bucks. Someone, but you have to be present at, at the end of the Jaguars game. Someone's getting 100 which will make you holler, Chuck. That's what it will do. As I said, Tom Luke said, I get paid. And I think it's I need get $50, paid. $50 <laughs> to make you holler. I get paid in a while. That's right. Tom Luke. Right. Hey, Luke by right. the way, starting next Saturday, we're back to the weekend, 12 to 2. No and, AFC uh, championship game next Saturday. I guess uh, it'll be Sunday. It'll be Sunday. No matter who's in it. Jaguars, Bengals next Sunday. <laughs> Jags, Bengals. Okay. Although I will say, if the Jags win tomorrow, I'll pull for the Bills. I'd rather I'd rather play in Buffalo than in Cincinnati because I think the Jaguars match up better with the Bills than they do the Bengals. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, look, tomorrow and Doug I trust and Trevor I trust. Here's the deal, man. Obviously, you want to win the game. You want to win the game. Uh, you, you've got to find a way to keep everything in front of you when it comes to Travis Kelsey. You can't let them find a seam down the middle of the field, get behind the secondary. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, that former Georgia Southern quarterback to beat the Gators, uh, has gone to St. Augustine and dipped himself in the fountain of youth. He's playing good football right now. Obviously, uh, Isaiah Pacheco is playing well. Those are the guys outside of, obviously, Patrick Mahomes that concern me and Kadarius Tony. Man, I mentioned, I mentioned a bunch of guys there. That's four guys I just mentioned. Um, Look, find a way to keep things in front of you. Uh, get blitz happy. Pressure uh, Patrick Mahomes on defense. Trevor and Doug, this is the game where you absolutely empty the kitchen sink, the garage, the cabinets, all of that stuff, and find a way to get creative, play chess all game long, and go get a dub. Right? It, look, and if they don't, you know what? Hey, man, the future's bright for the Jacksonville Jaguars right here. But I do. I think they get a win tomorrow, Chuck. And Matt, okay. I do. Ah. I'm hoping and wishing. I'm hoping and wishing that the music is playing. I'm wishing and hoping. Make I'm your plans to come hang out here tomorrow and watch the Jacksonville Jaguars bring back a win to the county of Duval. We're out. See ya.